welcome back to First Year Information. I'm your host, Ella McLaren. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm an Associated Students First Year Senator. Today, our theme will be community building in our virtual world. And I'm joined by two wonderful panelists, Associated Students President, Kimberly Youngtron, and Kristen Berg, Student Organizations Advisor and Program Manager in the Center for Student Involvement. If you both want to go ahead and talk a little bit about how your roles in organizations can specifically help first year students, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, Kristen, do you want to start? Sure. Thank you, Ella, so much for having me here today. I'm so honored to be here. Like you said, I'm Kristen Berg and my pronouns are she, her. And I work in the Center for Student Involvement, also known as CSI. And we are here to help students find a place of belonging. Uh, CSI has four focus areas, so we think that there's going to be a place of belonging in one of those areas for first-year students. And the four areas are student organizations and events, sorority and fraternity life, communication and leadership, and community service. All right, it is my turn then. Um, hi, everyone. Thank you, Ella, for having us. We are so honored to be on your podcast. My name is Kimberly um, Yangtrung. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am the Associated Students President, so the student body president here at UC San Diego. Simply, um, Associated Students is the student government. We are here to represent and advocate on behalf of the entire student body. Specifically, we have um, certain senators in different um, that represent specific groups. For example, Ella is our first year senator. So she um, specifically advocates on behalf of first-year students. That's one of the ways that we can help first-year students. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your concerns. We want to hear um, your college experience so far, where we can help, and what we can do to make the college experience better here for you. We relay those concerns to administration, and we work on ways to address those concerns, um, and we hope to um, be able to serve you in every way possible. Thank you both so much. We definitely have two wonderful panelists here, very helpful in terms of uh, the first year needs. All right, let's get started. So the first question today, and I think Kristen, I'll direct this one to you first. You know, it's, it's a time where a lot of students are disconnected and especially for first year students, it's overwhelming being at a big new university. So what are some ways that students can get involved at UCSD right now that you would suggest? Awesome. So the Center for Student Involvement, like I mentioned, has those four focus areas. So pending your interest, you could get involved in as many of those areas as you wanted to. So we have over 500 registered student organizations, and they're divided into 20 different category types. So there is so much variety and activity happening that I think first year students will find a lot of luck in finding a student organization that matches their interests. And if they don't, then our office can help them start their own student organization. In the community service area, we offer both short-term and ongoing service opportunities. A lot of those are obviously virtual right now. Um, in non-pandemic times, we have both national and international service engagements. Um, and similar to student organizations, our community service area has a really wide variety of initiatives and services, service opportunities uh, available to students based on your interests. Uh, in the communication and leadership area, that area is focused on developing your skills 
So we're offering seminars and workshop series. We have leadership programs and also dialogue programs all happening virtually right now. Um, and in this area, you're really going to find ways to build confidence, develop leadership and public speaking skills, and improve on your interpersonal, intergroup, and professional communication. And then that last area, sorority and fraternity life, last but not least, is home to fraternities, sororities, and culturally-based Greek letter organizations. And so these areas are gonna have opportunities to cultivate bonds with students who have some similar values as you, as well as opportunities for serving the community and developing leadership skills. And so all four of those areas, normally we would be active you know, on campus, but right now you can really get involved still in all four areas um, virtually. I'll go ahead and add on to what Kristen said. Um, that was a really great rundown of all that UC San Diego has to offer. Clubs and orgs are still doing recruitment and they're still hosting general body meetings. And we even have a thing called the Virtual Student Union. Um, it's a site that is intended to be a one-stop shop for all campus activities that take place outside of the classroom and more. However, I think the one thing I wanna mention for this question is I think students know a lot of different ways to get involved. Like you all probably get bombarded by emails about opportunities every week, um, about events, about conferences, about um, scholarships and different things. But I think what this question should really try to get at is how do I find out what I wanna get involved in and um, how do I excel at that? So I think my recommendation is to hone your focus into a specific area that you think you're interested in. So um, if you want to be a part of um, an engineering club instead of um, doing student government, then maybe you shouldn't be looking into the opportunities that AS um, is um, uh, advertising. So I think as much as we um, are pushing out the opportunities that are available to students and how to get involved, it just becomes so much to the point where you get inundated by the information you get. So I would just really recommend for um, first years and all other students who wanna get involved to really decide what they wanna get involved in and then really do some deep research and focus into that instead of feeling like there's so many different things and I, um, I feel like I have my foot in the water for everything, but I don't really feel deeply rooted into what I'm involved in. Wow, yeah, both really helpful comments, definitely. Especially, I feel like they built off of each other very nicely, Kristen, with all the resources you mentioned, and then Kimberly, good ways to kind of hone in on which ones you'd be specifically interested in. It's very helpful. Um, I think then this next question I'll direct to you, Kimberly. Um, what are some ways that you would suggest to meet new people and form new friendships during this virtual time? Um, pretty simple answer, and it's a lot easier said than done, but like just reach out to people. I think now that we're kind of forced to sit in the computer screen um, and are looking to social media to stay connected, I think people are much more open to opening um, messages from people. I know I'll open a direct message on Instagram um, from students who are simply saying, I would love to know more about how you got to your position, what you do. 
and I'll be like, okay, let's set up a meeting. I'm more than willing to meet. Um, and I know it's scary to just send um, a, a DM out of the blue or a cold email, but people are more um, willing to open your email and connect with you more than you think. Um, so feel free to reach out to me, feel free to reach out to Ella. Um, I know our um, inboxes are open, our Instagram DMs are open and we want to connect. We wanna hear from you all. Um, so simply the answer is just to reach out and don't be afraid to do so. I, I would definitely agree with Kimberly on that. I have very, very similar thoughts and that, like you said, way easier said than done, but that the people on the receiving end of your DMs and your emails will really honestly be thrilled to receive them. Like they want to talk to you just as much as you want to connect with them. Um, similarly to what Kimberly said, I would be thrilled if you sent me an email or went to our website and um, set up a meeting with me via my Calendly link to, to chat and get you connected. So I know it's really like taking that first initiative to, to push that button or send that message. Um, but I think you will be rewarded on the other end of getting connected to people who want to connect with you. Yeah, and I'll just say, don't be afraid, right? It's just me. Um, I'm also just a student. Ella's just a student. Um, it's just us. So um, don't be afraid at all. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And adding on a bit, I know the nature of social media, people are wanting to present their best. And sometimes that can be intimidating to see someone. I'm not intimidating at all, but I would hate for someone to look at my Instagram and say, oh, maybe, you know, I'm too scared to reach out. No, always reach out. And I think that's a sentiment shared by a lot of people. So I definitely agree with both those perspectives. All right, next up, this is for anyone who wants to take it. What advice would you give to first-year students who are on campus but still feeling disconnected? Because as we mentioned, you know, a lot of stuff is virtual, even if you're physically at UCSD. So just what are some ways that they can kind of improve those feelings of maybe loneliness or not being connected to the community? I can take that first, Kristen. Um, first of all, I want to say that what you're all feeling is completely valid. Um, it's natural. I feel it as well. I think we are all feeling just uh, the weight and the stress and everything just coming down from this pandemic. And it's been almost a year since we've gone into lockdown um, and shut everything down and left campus. So it's only natural to feel the feelings you are all feeling of um, isolation, of loneliness. Um, I think as much as we try to uh, replicate our connections and our, our, our environment online, it's simply not the same. I will acknowledge that. We are missing the eye-to-eye -eye contact, the, the body language that we get from other people, um, and simply just um, the feeling of connection that we get when we see other people. So just want to acknowledge that. I never want to dismiss the fact that you are feeling the way you are because we are in a pandemic. Um, and things are not business as usual. So I just want to start off with that. But my advice would be to talk with others about how you're feeling. Um, I think when we feel disconnected, it's usually some kind of um, emotional disconnect. I think the physical 
distance is basically, I, I don't know where I'm trying to go with this, but the physical distance, and then there's also the emotional distance that we're feeling. Um, so just talk to others about how you're feeling, because I think being vulnerable about how you're feeling um, will open up conversations with others that you never would have had in the first place. If you know you talk to your friend, you'll probably see that you're um, experiencing similar feelings. And I think we're all experiencing similar feelings of um, just that isolation has brought down on us. Um, and lastly, I would encourage that you safely, and I want to emphasize that so, so much, that you safely see other students um, if possible, right? If you're on campus, you can socially distance um, and stay six feet away from each other, keep your masks on, and just have that face-to-face um, -face interaction in a safe um, manner that, um, that are following COVID protocol. Um, but I think the first thing is to simply talk to others about how you're feeling um, and just building that similarity, um, understanding that we are feeling similar ways will um, spark a lot of connections that you would have never have imagined. Kimberly, I could not agree more. I think you took the words like right out of my mouth, but I just, I agree with you that if you're feeling disconnected to know that you are not alone in feeling that way and to really give yourself grace and knowing that that, like you said, that those feelings are valid. And I would add just like to remind yourself that if you're feeling disconnected to know that you are not a burden on other people to, to reach out to them. Um, but that's really important to remind yourself when you're like debating, should I, should I not pick up the phone? I don't want to bother someone. Like you're not going to bother them. Like they, they want to make sure you're okay. And they probably want to connect just as much. And then, um, as Kimberly mentioned, um, in February, uh, UC San Diego reinstated the threes company program. So I would definitely say to, to look into that and that's allowing for, you know, three students to gather physically distanced with masks. Um, so I would say definitely check out that program for some of that more in-person, but uh, socially responsible and following health and safety protocols um, to get connected as well. Yeah, both really helpful advice for sure. And I know that Three's company guideline was reinstated pretty recently. So it's good to let students know about that. Some safer ways that we can feel connected. I guess the answers might be a little similar and a little different to this next question, but this is directed for students who are not living on campus. So maybe students, first year students like myself who have never even been to campus before. What would you suggest um, to first year students in that situation? in terms of feeling more connected to their community, maybe you know, virtually getting involved, virtually meeting people, things like that. Um, Kristen, do you wanna start? Sure, so I think I would say that there's, there, that we are fortunate that a lot is happening even though it's happening virtually. Uh, so, you know, our student organizations are meeting virtually. Our office is offering workshops and community service programs all virtually. So I'd say even if you're not living on campus, um, that there are a lot of programs that are happening virtually. 
of course, with that comes, you know, some virtual burnout that that is definitely real right now. Um, so I know that trying to get creative with that, such as, you know, whether you can have a meeting or a gathering on the phone instead and, you know, go for, go for a walk and get out and move your body um, and still connect in that way. Um, but that there is, there is still so much that there is being offered for, um, for virtual events and virtual connection. Yeah, I, my answer is going to be very similar to the, the one about living on campus, but reach out, um, reach out to, you know, someone you, that inspires you, someone that is doing work in um, a field that you're interested in, or simply just reaching out to people that you want to be friends with, like, it, it's, it's okay, it's, um, I, this might be the norm for a while until we can get this pandemic under control. Um, and social media, I think, is a great tool to help us stay connected right now. But I would also encourage students to feel free to take a time off of social media and take time away. Um, I, you can go down that social media. I think it's called a, a, it's some kind of hole where you fall into a hole and you're scrolling through things um, for no reason for hours and hours on end. And suddenly you're like, I forgot why I went on Instagram for a bit. And now it's 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, but I think social media can be, um, a great place to connect with people, but it can also be, um, a challenging, uh, platform to feel, um, connected as well. There's times where people compare, um, themselves to a perfect, uh, someone's perfect portrayal of themselves on Instagram. And, and that can be, um, a very slippery slope to go down as well. So, um, do stay connected to social media um, through social media, but feel free to take time away um, and know when um, you feel like it's not doing any good for you. Very, very wise, Kimberly. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that's that's a great point, especially with everything being virtual right now, you know, school and your personal life, whereas before I, that wasn't the case now more than ever, like taking time for yourself is really important. And I know this theme is community building, but you can't be ready to join a community if you yourself aren't at your best. So just taking time um, to recharge, taking time for yourself, definitely really important. Yeah, I appreciate you mentioning that. Yeah, self-care is not selfish. It's, um, it's required. It's, you got to do it. I love that. That's a great phrase. I'm going to have to use that more. All right, I think we have one more question today. Um, this is in terms of the future. So I know we don't know when this will be, but when it's a little more normal and things are safer, can you describe some elements of campus life you greatly enjoy that first year students can look forward to? So maybe if not this year, likely not this year, but in subsequent years, what would you recommend? And this is for anyone who wants to take it first. I can go. Um, I think some things that I'm really looking forward to in the future is I'm looking forward to a bustling library walk. Um, when you walk down that main walkway, it's in central campus, right outside the student union leading to the library. And for that just to be bustling with activity again, with, you know, student orgs tabling and fundraising and reaching out, looking for students to get involved. 
I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, obviously don't know when large scale events will be back, but I always love working Sun God and working our Triton Fest series events, which they just bring so much life and excitement to campus. Um, my office specifically hosts a vendor fair and a farmer's market on campus. And so I'll be really excited to have, have those back as well. Um, and I think just in general, there's such a vibrancy that our diverse student population just brings to campus on this day-to-day -day basis that I know really inspires me. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to that general vibrancy that the students you all bring to campus. Lots to look forward to in the future. <laughs> I agree completely. I am looking forward to just being able to see each other um, to walk down library walk to, and to see a familiar face and just smile at them to wave at them. Um, I, I've said this before to lots of people and I say it again, but you never know how um, just a smile, how much a smile at someone or acknowledging them or a nod um, towards a stranger can do for them. So I am, am just dying to be able to do that and just walk down library walk and see others in their faces. But but a lot of the college experience is meeting new people, right? It's um, being away from your family, it's moving out, it's figuring out who you are, and it's those friendships and uh, connections that you build in college. And I think, you know, you go into a lecture hall and you sit down next to someone and you, um, you know, are like, hey, do you want to be a study buddy? And suddenly that, that study buddy turns into um, a lifelong friendship. Um, so just the simple interactions that you get as a college student is um, what I'm looking forward to. And I know a lot of students are, are um, missing that interaction and craving for that as well. Um, and this is a funny story, I don't know if it's relevant, but uh, AS usually hosts this chill and grill thing where we um, barbecue out on the lawn and we're um, putting ourselves out there and we try to recruit people and we table and we fly and we let people know what AS is and I remember last year we were grilling um, barbecues out on Sun God Lawn and I nearly burned my eyebrows off because there was a line of like hundreds and hundreds of people and I don't know who thought this through but I, I guess no one thought thought it through we bought a bunch of frozen patties from Costco and there was just a grill and we all stood there looking at each other thinking who's supposed to do this like we have all the ingredients to create hamburgers for people but no one's gonna do it and like no one knows how to man a grill and no one knows how to start a fire so I roll my sleeves up and I'm like step aside um and I'm just like out there flipping bur burgers left to right um but like those are the experiences that that I will remember and those are the fun memorable um uh, things that I'll remember from college and it's cliche, but just being able to see other people and making college memories is something that um, I hope that first year students will be able to experience um, during their time here at UC San Diego. And I'm very hopeful that um, it'll happen before you all are out of here in, I think, 2024. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are both, yeah, great, great points and a great story. <laughs> I know, especially for myself, just hearing little anecdotes like that just makes you more optimistic 
and it definitely just brightens the mood overall very excited for you know some more normalcy but in the meantime there's you guys provided some really great avenues to feel more connected those are all the questions we had for today. So I'd like to give a big thank you to both our panelists, Kristen and Kimberly, again, for coming out virtually and talking to us about how to stay connected and feel more connected to the UCSD community. I think this will be a really great um, episode for first years to definitely feel that connection. I know I sure do after, after this conversation. So I really appreciate you both being here. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having us. It was so wonderful to connect with both of you and, and be on a podcast. I told Ella, I'm a huge podcast listener, but this is my first time recording on a podcast. So I had such a great time. So thank you for having me. I love, uh, first of all, thank you, Ella, for having us join. Um, I love listening to podcasts. However, I don't know if I'll listen to this episode because personally, I cannot stand hearing myself talk. It's just something about hearing a recording of your voice that makes you think, is that what I sound like? Uh, but I <laughs> I think this was a great episode and I, I hope first years are able to um, gain something valuable from this. And as always, feel free to reach out. We are here for you. And we are physically apart and distant, but um, connected in every way, other possible way. Yes, I couldn't agree more. As a staff member, I would say I would definitely point students in Kimberly and Ella's way, and then also please um, point students in my way too to help navigate all of those resources that are available. Yeah, 100%. Thank you both so much. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode. See you next time. <laughs>